you know we are a small minority of marketing advertising people and i worry whether we represent what true india is about mm-hmm. sometimes we, i mean while we need to say and, and push the slightly more broader progressive thinking i'm not denying that hmm. i think we very quickly assume that the consumer is a reflection of us hmm. uh, and i think it is true of so it's a bit of a contradiction right there are, hmm. there are many of us who carry the small town mindset hmm. but the work we do sometimes is not reflective of ourselves it's the it's the work that is reflect of what we think the world should be or a very small minority that exists hmm. so to me when you when you say what is small town i think it's a mindset hello fellows welcome to the next episode of jagged with jasravi conversations at the edge with thought leaders from the marketing branding and the business world and today i am very thrilled that we have Mr Prem Narayan with with us <laughs> Mr Prem Narayan <laughs> how are you I am good how are you doing It's wonderful to have you here so Prem if we requested you to tweet your profile if you had to give your profile in very brief what would you say uh, I would say try to be useful for the last 25 years to to colleagues brands and people around me that i think is it <laughs> hmm. very nice thank you okay so uh, prem uh, <laughs> there is a brand that you have had a very long association with brookpont red label and uh, it's I, i mean awards are on the other side but just the way it is being brave in our uh, culture today what would you say about how it has stayed consistent over a very powerful idea core idea and yet it has refreshed itself despite the fact that it's it's a very uh, generic attribute that they have laddered like taste yeah do you want to share uh, you know how it happened because uh, you know we witnessed that there was a point in time when it was taking a health stance uh, yeah. and now it's again you know the it, i mean it's the it's the largest tea brand in our country today okay so just to rewind a little bit and i think this is one of those cases where there was uh, i would attribute a lot of the good work on the brand as much to the client as mm-hmm. to anybody else and you know i Uh, sometimes clients ask us about what do you want from us as client folks as brand people hmm. i think fundamentally uh, being very clear about the objective hmm. or why what do we need out of advertising who is the source of business i think those are things that actually started shaping red label on this journey so, so just as you were say, saying just we were a brand that was trying very hard to take share from the local brands the number 2 3 brands like support and vikram number 1 and all these local brands yeah. who had taken who had actually taken share away from red label for many years it used to be a leader it lost its share and we actually went and tried many concepts to take uh, i would have done some 50 60 concepts and all kinds of things taste health emotional functional so on and so forth none of it cut eyes really with these people because they said i have been drinking this tea and it's okay meaning i don't see any reason to shift back or to go back to red label it was around the time that there was a shift at unilever and there were a couple of marketers who came in and they said fundamentally and and hence to really push water uphill we said hey tea is tasty plus healthy and flavonoids and all that we did it had some success but it intuitively we all felt meaning are we pushing too hard with something as beautiful and simple as a cup of tea meaning nobody drinks a cup of tea to be healthy right hmm. uh, unless you're drinking green tea yeah <laughs> then uh, i think the journey started with mohit and then sudhir came in and fundamentally we said okay let's look at the history and it's a great case study of clear marketing because one they looked at 
some takeouts you may always look at data over 15 20 years if you're working on a large brand mm. and that data said whenever you've had very salient advertising your shares have gone up mm. so the first point that sudhir came and told us is boss we have to create famous advertising mm. just before that mohit and team had done a huge study where taste still came out as the most important attribute on so mm. taste was given salience was given mm. and then we shifted our target audience from people who you know the, from these num users of these other brands to there were enough red label users who were drinking a two out of 10 times two out of 12 times a year hmm. and they would flirt with local brands kisi ne somebody gave a spoon free or whatever and went and bought <laughs> and and uh, we said there is perhaps an opportunity if we did salient advertising on an attribute like taste hmm. and got these people to recognize how wonderful their own tea is and these are already people predisposed to red label and even if they bought us a couple of times more it would be home and dry hmm. now that liberated us from not doing very hard working like we didn't need flavonoid and heart health and all to convince these people they anyway knew red label they knew it tasted great we just needed really memorable advertising that created brand love and put the brand top of mind that mm. was as simple as that now that's where it started and then we asked the question when does taste matter mm. now till here the agency had we were working with them meaning as planners sometimes we work with clients but a large part of what i have told you is credit to the client not to the agency mm. uh and then we went one step further and said okay when does taste matter mm. i remember uh, again sudhir and samadev came back and said boss i have gone and met a few and again that was another learning how a senior you are mm. as a marketer if you have the humility to go and meet consumers i think because you've had experience you're able to get more mm. so sudhir came back and told us boss i have generally gone and met a few consumers and and i get a feeling that there's something about hospitality and taste so when i ask people hmm. when does the taste of tea matter a lot lots of people said jab mehman ghar aate hain when guests come home hmm. i want my tea to taste great this is where so taste and hospitality and so and we got a single line brief class the the indian woman the classical indian woman who's always had a large heart and a sense of hospitality was the tg mm. and we all related to that our mothers sisters all of them we've always seen tea being that leveler koi bhi aaya dushman bhi aaya to chai pilega mm. so all that was there right mm. so we said okay the mm. only thing was we said boss but we have to still hit the ball out of the park on something that will get talkability and salience for the brand mm. and this was pre byron sharp now everybody talks about salience and all of that but <laughs> but intuitively i think we all felt salience was important and memorable advertising was important because it we knew it impacted sales hmm. uh, so i remember we went and met a few consumers i remember this consumer that i met in lower purel or somewhere here hmm. and i didn't i went and spoke to her about tell me about homes where you felt really hospitable hmm. and then i had some wonderful stories like one consumer told me about you know she said you know there are people who come home and i just give them a glass of water mm. there are some who come home and i give them a soft drink because wo thoda formal hai mm. and then there are people who you really wish came and spent time with you and you wanted to spend time with them and i always put tea on the boil because then you get more time mm. to chat with them and serve them tea and that's the advantage of a hot beverage Mm. and then she started talking about some of the homes that she's always felt warm and wanted in her grandmother's house mm. and then she spoke about her best friend and this girl was i think a hindu girl a hindu maharashtrian girl and her best friend happened to be a muslim girl mm. and she spoke about how on eid while her parents were a little conservative she would always go to her friend's house for that uh, kheer or whatever they used to make but she simply loved it yeah and it had nothing to do with tea but there was a germ of a thought of about how food was such a great leveler food mm. and beverages have the ability to the stomach rules every other 
stuff i guess so <laughs> you know, people go and i know all lots of friends we've all gone to mumudali road and people have come for pujo pandals and done all of that and some of food breaks through all of this mm-hmm. and that was one thought that said and then we generated lots of stories and i came and shared this story with asdan kenaz is one of the stories i heard i we did not know this would be the script we would make we mm-hmm. just felt there was some powerful insight in about the ability of food it didn't even start with tea mm. to, you know break barriers to remove whatever background hostility may prejudice just yeah. cut through all that all that yeah. goes yeah and so we did uh, one of the scripts we presented to unilever was this hindu muslim film uh. uh and uh, it was quite uh, there was a lot of uh, bravery from the client again because it was an edgy topic it was 2014 just before the election there was mm. the whole hangover of the bjp and we said if not anything this will generate conversation mm. but there was some amount of fear as to whether you know there'll be unnecessary problems and again the client was brave enough to go and show the script or the animatic i remember to some factions of both factions of religious groups to say are you guys okay and they said yeah yeah this is a good message and all hmm. which gave them more belief apart from the regular preview schedule to air that <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> but that then set the tone and became quite a popular film and hmm. from there on is actually see and most sometimes you need to have the flexibility and the faith hmm. you know a space reasonably well but you don't know it as sharply hmm. you know a lot of people say oh we were day one new hostility you know hospitality overcomes hostility and common ground was just a cup of tea away all that came later hmm. what i told how it started hmm. once we hit that idea then we said boss there seems to be something really great going here hmm. and then you know uh, ironically brands like the i have heard the name bag bakri the the gujarat tea brand actually comes from that truth that some even a goat and a tiger can drink on the same yeah. pool because a cup of tea can bring the yeah the logo also is like that no yeah mm. so there was quite i think there was something there and then we just uh, started creating stories on so we ladder so while it started with hospitality it still remains at the core but we started moving to stories that were that we genuinely felt a cup of tea could bridge differences between people hmm when and when that happened then from hindu muslim we moved to live in where there was an intergenerational struggle then yeah. there was alzheimer's with old people then we went to transgenders then we went to english speaking then we did veg non veg and then we looked at what are the yeah. big divides that the country has and and tried to see if tea could genuinely solve some of them uh and conversations over a cup of tea often seemed uh honest enough to do it yeah yeah and then we stuck to our guns and that's <laughs> we are we've now done it for 9 10 years yeah that's 9 10 years yeah you know every time one sees the ad you know like uh, i mean it's always debated advertising can do only as much and you know how much ever you say it has to be uh, ahead of the curve you know it can only take from the popular culture it can take from a context that already exists but uh some brands have really pushed really pushed the conversation because when you see it it really resonates every ad you know it it doesn't you know whether it is the sex worker ad you know like two women that that whole experiment two women connecting over the fact that they are working mothers you know one working in insurance and the other a, sex worker you know like you immediately have a bias when you think of people like this or that kind of a woman or um, you know live in relationship no i mean the generational thing so the the communication also is captured it so authentically uh yeah, yeah i think you but i think there's also there's some method to this this journey because i think after the first year we started looking at every year we would ask okay what's the difference that we could bridge so mm. each came as a brief mm. so generation was a breach language was a brief uh, wedge non wedge was a brief uh, so all of them came from briefs and then we would look at what are the most natural authentic stories that shit and then you know hashdan kenaz and mm. akshay the whole team there and servicing 
on the client side shiva sudeep so many people who been yeah. the other thing i think is we were lucky to have the same set of people which i've always noticed with great work on brands over a length of time hmm. the core six or seven people across client servicing planning creative have stayed the same hmm. uh, you know when when people talk about brand personality and all and people put words hmm. not it is important it's not the only thing often i feel hmm. and sometimes a filmmaker like here also there's one filmmaker who's done bulk of it Hmm. Uh, because it's a voice right and yeah 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 it's the essence and only when all, yeah. when everybody gets together hmm. the personality of the brand i often think depends on who holds it and for hmm. what length of time hmm. so it's a le- meaning we write tools and keys to ensure that it isn't lost and it's carried forward which is great hmm. Hmm. having said that if you can manage to keep consistency on some elements at least hmm. i genuinely feel from all my examples of this or whether it's the hey days of hutch and vodafone it's the people hmm. same client same creative guy same planner same goes a long long way in keeping consistency yeah yeah so what is the uh, you know significance of seek out content like uh, this entire transgender band that got created that uh, song in 2016 and 2018 uh, with autistic kids uh, how do you think it impacts the brand you know because i mean anyways advertising we are saying it's going to impact in the long run where is so it think, which uh, matrix okay Keep so those all. pieces yeah yeah so those pieces just uh, we were done by group m by the way it wasn't done by obi yes, yes, particular yes, yes, and yes. the artist correct i think what's great about when you have a large idea hmm. and i've seen it again meaning like you and i have written fevipol ads i mean why do we do it hmm. and it's easy for anybody to do it obviously we may not be able to do it like a piyush would or some of the creative people would hmm. but we can all have our stories hmm. you and i can write a red label film today is i think a tribute to the power of an idea hmm. and i think when when you have a brand that people love and an idea that people love they feel they can create and generate more mm. and something mm. bigger mm. and group m of course are partners uh, they work on the brand as much as we do and i think they also felt there was a power in the idea to create something magical which they did with the transgender brand yeah uh, it was a piece of content it was in line with the brand philosophy and and it was a time when i think increasingly clients are beginning to realize and let's look at it very simply as okay here are more opportunities to be salient hmm. it's as simple as that in the hmm. old days you could run film a year and run it which we still hmm. do for marketing yeah but is it possible to be salient to a lot at least to one section of the population who are online and hmm. that that population is increasing day by day by day yeah uh, so why not and i think that's where content starts playing a role and uh, pieces like this i think create that one two so purely from a metrics point of view i think it gives some talkability and salience hmm. with a certain audience hmm. will it does it absolutely move sales i'm not sure hmm. uh, but like you know i sometimes think brand building is long term sales hmm. and comments marketing is short term sales so all of these may be add up somewhere in the bank to contribute to something somewhere yeah, yeah. may pan out 6 months 1 year 2 years down the line or just create a sense of positive feeling amongst a set of people yeah and it was a wonderful piece uh, the first one oh, it's it's absolutely. like an earworm or raju or raju you know yeah and it yeah, makes, yeah. yeah. No, no, it did well, and then I think it, it won at Cannes. Yeah, yeah, it won at Cannes and all of that, mm-hmm. and a lot of positivity around it. Yeah, uh, it also creates a sense of bravery across the ecosystem to push the envelope, do something new. Yeah. So all of that, so right, so yeah, yeah. so that's what it. <laughs> and, and Prem, you 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 look at transgenders uh, singing and dancing, and suddenly you are not focusing on the fact that they are transgenders, but on their talent. 
and you know whatever yeah. the ad is trying uh, the the brand idea is trying to do you know it achieves that through this piece as well absolutely and so more beautifully because it has you know a longer time and a different uh, platform so yeah <laughs> okay. no, i think that uh, you made an important point this as long as it's true to the brand hmm. and it's not stretching it into not do in authentic space hmm. i think yeah and and you know you were talking about the briefs that even veg non veg you know so many biases every time that you've taken something you know it's so um, relevant and half the time you don't even realize you have that bias and it gets challenged yeah. through that ad and it, you know some common ground is coming so so wonderful so relevant so simple thank you and so useful <laughs> like you want it to be okay so not just a cadbury ad again this there's a there's a lot uh, getting you know talked about this ad um and rightfully so in the times uh covid times in that kind of crisis supporting local businesses and the way the communication does uh combining digital data and a beautiful you know piece of communication that is coming from the brand idea it it was really really exemplary you know i mean what do you feel yeah. about it how did it come across and and the the kind of challenge it required to do it for local businesses yeah. which are not really out there in terms yeah. of data no i've spoken to the team i don't directly work in cadbury but i'll tell you what i know uh, <laughs> okay thank you so i think the see the brand i in it at its core is about generosity it's been mm. so in the last 2 3 years and we did the thank you campaign and all mm. i think the context of 2020 and diwali i think was the genesis of the idea i think we were saying okay people were consumers were not i mean we were all in a state where we were not terribly celebratory things were mm. not looking good mm. diwali had come and uh, and celebration always has been this brand that's that's enjoyed and celebrated diwali with with consumers and, and we said the spirits are down and then uh, the team told me that you know when they were talking about it actually they felt if we just broadened our horizon from just consumers and looked at people hmm. and when we looked at people like one of the things that came to their minds was you know what our ecosystem are retailers meaning they are going through perhaps mm-hmm. a harder time because nobody is even walking up to the stores as much in buying and their businesses are getting impacted mm. and i think somewhere as a brand that stood for generosity there was an there was a genuine feeling to reach out and help the retailers of the brand and mm. and it started out i'm assuming with retailers of cadbury themselves um, but then we said boss if you're if you're about a a brand that stands for generosity we we are about generosity then it's about all kinds of retailers because the community as a whole hmm. has had a very tough time they've had to shut their shops businesses are down how are they going to run their lives yeah and i think somewhere that thinking uh, started off this process but then how do you do it meaning how do you I mean how do you help so many retailers across this country meaningfully yeah that's the yeah. struggle right yeah uh, and i think at that point in time somebody must have uh, had a creative idea to say hey what if we are advertising actually helped many retailers and we didn't showcase just cadbury but we just showcased so many of the retailers who who could, whose lives could be touched mm. i think the layer of data came from adding meaning to that idea I meaning what's the point if i celebrated 10 stores in india Mm. meaning it it doesn't make any it makes difference to a small set of people but mm. how much nicer would it be if it made a meaningful difference to people across the country and as many as we could touch right i'm not mm. saying we could touch the whole of the country or anything but mm. the more the better meaning mm. in the spirit of the idea and the spirit of the brand yes which is where i think uh, we reached out to this company in bangalore which is a data company who could track uh, through google where each shop was hmm. and the most meaningful thing was if i lived in say kandivelli in bombay and it was those stores then hmm. at least i have some connection and i would feel for it and maybe step ahead and go and shop or do my bit for them 
Hmm. And also, what's important is I think there is an ecosystem even amongst retailers, right? There is imagine you are a Kirana Dukan, but there is a Balka Dukan next door, an electrical shop, and some. But ultimately, we're all neighbor. They're also neighbors in a very different kind of way, and yeah. there is a community there, right? And you yeah. all there is a brotherhood or sisterhood in and around that to help each other. Yeah, I think that helped, and then to be able to then geographically tag. I think came with the partnership with the company out of Bangalore that worked with us to map data, and I think it mm. had to be done. And it almost like physical tagging, going through a whole Excel sheet and saying, okay, if the ad runs and somebody watches it on YouTube in X locality, can we put the data of some of the stores in that? Okay, mm. so it actually got geotagged in a sense to mm. by localities in which people watched it. And I think that I think was the real power of the idea because. it created a lot of goodwill yeah uh, a lot of goodwill for the for the brand and i mean i think some of the most gratifying moments that people in the team tell me was when lots of retailers felt proud that they were featured in the ad and they actually people calling and say hey can you feature my store too oh. so i think that was a that was a sign of uh, you know it it catching on and people wanting to be part of it yeah and i think overall mondelez uh, such wonderful clients and they have a great brand in cadbury and yeah. and the team again again long relationship great iconic work over many years mm. cross creative planning servicing i think that panned out and i think it made some difference uh, mm. to people but it also again like opened our eyes to some new possibilities i would say on you know how to use data Uh, and you know when something like that happens uh internally we all feel okay we moved one step ahead into something new which we didn't know before mm. and hopefully we'll try and keep doing something like this as we move forward right so i think it, it becomes mm. part of the creative culture of the place and the clients i think those are That yeah yeah nice. yeah and uh, prem this was such a such a strong sentiment you know during covid you no know, uh, a normal person would want to support and how should i support how should i and and support the local because there is more trust there uh, and and you know the this whole vocal for local i think came later but you want to support and you don't know how so this is very simply telling uh, for the consumer also facilitating that uh, in the covid yeah. crisis it's just yeah it's just again bringing up some shops that you care for yeah i mean even uh, if you don't buy you know you just sensitize to something that's yeah. going on uh, yeah. okay so now another ad uh, cadbury ad but i was at that same time i was getting reminded of the red label ad where the neighbor you know care for your neighbor who who's who's yeah. just come back from the hospital or something who had covid you know there yeah, was yeah. a sensitivity and you know because there again there's yeah, such that, a lot of bias that was an interesting uh, it was a very interesting point of view which was actually you know we are actually talking of physical distancing but not social distancing and yeah. it actually was at the brief of the core of that idea if i remember right Hmm. But it says okay, we don't have to physically be close to somebody. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we have to socially ostracize anyone. And it actually came from, you know, and people yeah. were scared, so they didn't know how to respond. Right? Oh, yeah. floor pe koi somebody has COVID. Suddenly, like everybody is shutting doors and closing yeah. up. Yeah. And I think these are all small efforts that may have done their little bit, hopefully, hmm. to sensitize people. Hmm. Uh, I'm. I don't think advertising changes the world. <laughs> it can maybe contribute in its own small way to some things, maybe. But yeah, also because I think advertising has the ability to be beamed across platforms because somebody is spending money on it. Yeah. So just the point of people able to see it is more, mm. and see it many times is more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in your own small way, if you can help, and it uh, it does help. Not to say that, I, and there's always a point. marketing which is which is also about i think see i don't think it's a it's a purely selfless uh, motive i think there are always i think it's, it's good to be honest about 
because i am doing something that will help people feel good about me in the process if i am also making some small shift in people's thinking or mindset why not i think yeah. that's the closest we can get to and i think that's what these pieces do and because yeah. they just communicate right for example we are not hmm. doing doing anything yeah yeah trying to get people to see a different point of view yeah but but prem this goes a long way recent uh, uh you, you know this uh, more than anyone uh, i mean th- this is humility and this is uh, you know putting things in perspective that advertising would do only that much but a brand taking a stance on a social issue uh you know like that whole bravery thing that you talked about it actually creates more trust in the consumer's mind for the brand like today uh the edelman report uh, i was just talking to someone they have clearly said that the more you take a stance whether it's the ceo or it's the brand on the social issues on what's really going on around you is creating more brand affinity and trust is a new equity you know like so the cadbury reimagined classic prem good luck girls so did it work did it do why did you have to do it There's so much talk about it but i'm sure it achieved whatever uh, it was meant to achieve what i really liked about the fact uh, and and i was talking to some uh, people is the fact that you know anyways you know nostalgia is working uh, in this kind of an ad you sometimes go and you know watch the classic again it really gives you goosebumps you know <laughs> it is is so spontaneous and alive in emotion and then uh, you know in that context uh, i mean correct me this is my opinion that you know you have changed the protagonist and created another uh, you know dimension of emotion for uh, women and a supporter and i must tell you that the spontaneity would not have come unless you'd taken a sarda <laughs> so what do you feel about uh, you know that communication and what it achieved no i think that was like i think some of the like anilad monlis said in one of his interviews hmm. or somebody else said it was an idea waiting to happen i think hmm. uh, in this case i think they said it's just that the idea happened it's, it's as simple i don't think there was any hmm. uh, real back story or uh, uh, a brief or any of that right? because the idea didn't even come from the creative team that worked on Montes it came from two young girls yeah it did oh. you've seen some of the interviews you would have seen yeah, it came from two young girls who were working on some other brand mm. and they were brainstorming on something else and they took a break and then suddenly mm. they had this idea mm. and then they shared it with their creative director who also was not working on Montes <laughs> and then it came Keshan Harshadan Kenas and all that yeah it was pure it was a creative driven thought hmm. what we mustn't forget is this idea exists because that idea exists yeah yeah uh, to your point on nostalgia i think i think it was perhaps one of the most iconic pieces of indian advertising ever hmm. uh, and uh, and somebody said it i think it was beautifully reimagined in a context today that hmm. was resonant Mm. and i think the uh, and the idea came and then it was in in line with the cadbury point of view of you know generosity and getting people who are generally not recognized or or not given their due to be given their due right like, mm-hmm. like even if you see the thank you campaigns the drivers and all of that and yeah. at some level sport there was a feeling that women's sport wasn't getting recognized so the idea came us but it still start with the brand so i don't think anybody blinked at the cadbury end or at the ogilvy end to say hey this might be a fantastic idea hmm. i think the debates and the struggles would have been i'm assuming hey can we recreate the magic yeah. <laughs> because it's very very difficult and which is why i think some few said i don't think it was a sequel it was reimagined yes. but to your point i think executionally which is why many things were kept the same the hmm. music same setup everything same was the same up, same everything every, was the same in fact somebody element. somebody everything yeah. was the same somebody said oh, kabu- pehle ad mein kabutar tha idhar kabutar dikh nahi raha hai or something but <laughs> everything was the same uh, except for the reversal in the roles which i think was was what made it 
इट ब्रॉट आउट ऑल द नॉस्टैलजी ऑफ द पास्ट बट डिट मेक इट लाइक अरे उसने फिर से कर दिया वीज एडेड समथिंग मैजिकल दैट टू सच अ ग्रेट आइडिया बट इट इट येट हैड इट्स ओन फ्लेवर लाइक यू सेट विद गर्ल एंड द सरदार उटलोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनोशनो
what true india is about mm-hmm. sometimes we, i mean while we need to say and, and push the slightly more broader progressive thinking i'm not denying that hmm i think we very quickly assume that the consumer is a reflection of us hmm uh, and i think it is true of so it's a bit of a contradiction right there are, hmm. there are many of us who carry the small town mindset hmm but the work we do sometimes is not reflective of ourselves it's the it's the work that is reflective of what we think the world should be or a very small minority that exists hmm. so to me when you when you say what is small town i think it's a mindset and that mindset is has is the same whether it is met or small town hmm. our attitude to education our attitude to any of those big things that matter to people jobs marriages caste religion gender entrepreneurship hmm. those are all the same and <laughs> <laughs> we haven't moved uh, too much i think or although those still are true meaning what's true of me is meaning when i was a small town guy i all meaning it's been a 25 year the dhoni narrative is a 25 year narrative hmm. you know this whole hunger of small town to move ahead it was true for me it was true of dhoni and now it's true even today yeah meaning uh, it's not like phenomenally changed hmm. because we are such a large country and this mindset persists across it's not a mindset that's so core indian values i think are so to me hmm. india is small town yeah large Yeah. <laughs> if you all dig into our our true selves and where we come from in our identity and not necessarily our projected selves, mm-hmm. I think we'll be true to consumers. I also feel mm-hmm. the other point I think is sometimes a combination in marketing of of segmentation that is defined not by us and the uh, anglicization of it blurs us like like millennial. <laughs> Gen Z, baby boomer. First of all, I don't understand what is the significance of 1982 to India. Why millennial or whatever that definition of millennial is mm-hmm. or baby boomer. I mean, maybe in India it's more relevant to talk about post-liberalization kids or more post-internet kids mm-hmm. uh, and pre-liberalization kids mm-hmm. or people born pre-emergency. God knows there may be some other markers. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about and then we and then the moment we say millennial we have this we put the english hat and think of this you know english speaking cool youth who says so mm. meaning meaning i went and met some consumers for amazon in vacola in a small house of a guy who's a welder and who was watching who was saying why should i buy a television with jio or whatever i can फोन में सब कुछ हो जाता है घर आके बच्चा का पढ़ाई भी खराब नहीं होगा टीवी का ईएम नहीं नहीं भरना पड़ेगा मैं वाइफ एंड आई कैन वॉच मराठी सीरियल्स ही वाज 32 व्हाई डोंट वी कॉल हिम अ मिलेनियल व्हेन वी से मिलेनियल वी थिंक सो या मीनिंग सो आई थिंक द पॉइंट अबाउट स्मॉल टाउन इज इज आई फील इट्स मोर साइकोग्राफिक एंड इट एग्जिस्ट एवरीवेयर इट्स नॉट या इन इंडिया स्मॉल टाउन इज नॉट size of town or chota shahar mm. i think it's the dominant value system of this country lovely lot of lot of us carry it yeah and rightfully so because we all came from there we are mm. still not an urban country unlike even china <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful yeah this is amazing and it's so true i mean it's just whatever you said it just it just resonated because I am a small town girl, and uh, nothing will change that. And no matter how. That's I'm, the point, right? Just yeah. just look at it. There are two badges that all Indians wear. I am middle class, and I am small town. Hmm. <laughs> there are very few people who don't say that, right? In yeah. everybody we meet, and we say it with a little amount of pride, if I may say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then suddenly, when we do advertising for what we think is small town, we are talking lowest common denominator. Hmm. not true hmm. small town is us yeah. what works for you works for small town there is no difference in my view at least on 99% of anything that matters yeah then there is the absolute downtrodden which is hmm. another problem altogether hmm. but, but otherwise we have more in common than more different hmm 
nice. And the difference is a very small fringe. Yeah. Which in yeah. most cases is is a very small, perhaps a niche digital audience, and not the marketing audience for most products. If I look at small town mindset. yeah 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 i mean if you are deciding with your beliefs you are you're making your decisions with your emotions your beliefs and you know your subconscious or whatever is there then what is going to rule you know <laughs> what you're carrying with you all the time is that so which, yeah which is sometimes i feel the op- if the opposite is not there as much you know sesan like we don't talk so much about large town why don't <laughs> so it doesn't exist yeah. i did a yeah. study on migrants uh for a brand i wasn't even on the brand and uh, you know when i was uh, i was understanding them was coming out with insights you know initially i was embarrassed because i'm like oh my god this is how i think too you know this is slightly uh, sec b2c and uh, this whole thing of you know uh, i'm uh, so the primary thing that they talked about is that i have come to a big city i'm jutting out right now okay that part was you know we people would not think but i'm jutting out because of the way i talk and i look i'm going to merge they will not be able to make out very soon i'll be very successful i will not show my cards they don't they won't realize until unless i've done it and then uh but i will not change my heart i will still be that simple person i will marry someone from small town like who has that same mindset so i'm mingling about uh, you know amongst these people who are underestimating me you know i will make it but i will not change the core of me and that kind of clarity and this was like you know people who just come 20 21 year olds in their first job like you know like like the jobs are also like working in a retail or you know this thing and i was amazed at their clarity you know the success for them is when i go back to my house how am i received there in in that town that you is make an interesting you make an interesting point just now actually and i'm going back to kovi maybe when he says personality and characteristics and all that hmm. i think all of us have we worn new clothes we speak hmm. a different tongue now uh we've learned some of the other things that come with with maybe a little more education sophistication and so on hmm. and so forth but like you're saying we have done all of those to adapt to some of the more which are needs right genuinely yeah. we need to move ahead interact with different people and i'm sure it also yeah. changes impacts us in small ways i'm not saying it doesn't so none of these are either ors but i think a, a lot of the fundamental roots hmm. till i think a point like still a lot of us go back home our parents are there or our parents live with us so we still go back to our small towns maybe it won't be the it won't be the case 50 years from now the next yeah. generation maybe yeah. it won't be yeah but uh, but for a lot of us i think the character and the value systems and our emotions like you're saying like how many of us call ourselves small town yeah lots of us yeah <laughs> lots of us yeah. favorite personal possession a small ball that i bought from lords <laughs> oh <laughs> so a mad cricket fan it was a big moment for me to step into that ground so yeah that ball it's there in your office yeah yeah no it's here <laughs> I, i i play with it all the time and this <laughs> ah wow so nice <laughs> okay um alternate profession could have been would have been uh, a farmer hopefully if it had worked out yeah oh nice okay if you didn't if you didn't have to sleep what would you do with that time i listen to music hmm. what would you do on mars for fun mars and fun i'd play cricket <laughs> <laughs> this ball would be there with you okay according to your wife What's your most often used phrase? Chalega. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. Which animal will you like to be if given a choice? An elephant. Really? Why? Yeah. That's a surprise. I like elephants because there's something about them 
they are friendly but pops i like that ah yeah 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 and and not in an aggressive way. i mean like they just not aggressive like they're yeah. friendly they useful creatures just go about in their own sweet way they're quite loyal they have terrific memory yeah they're not aggressive but yeah. but they they can have their odd day when they can get mad i like that liberty <laughs> <laughs> sufficiently warned <laughs> Okay. Uh, what one thing you love about your son? He never lies. So it's passed on. Hmm. A book you'd like to gift to all thing amazon 66 chapters to some set of articles they wrote if yeah. you are a planner or anybody in marketing hmm. highly recommend awesome simple hmm. yeah thank you okay uh, what would you tell your 18 year old self don't do engineering <laughs> <laughs> i've been defending it always <laughs> but you are like okay <laughs> okay what's next study it yeah. if i could yeah i have always felt i've always enjoyed studying and i know rather i think i will enjoy studying a lot more now than i did mm. when i was there mm. mm. favorite dessert i like cadbury fruit and nut i eat it every day <laughs> cadbury fruit and nut ah, chocolate oh really <laughs> nice okay um prem would you like to share any online address where people can find you yeah you could just mail me on prem.narayan prem.narayan@ubb.com happy to reach out <laughs> anything that i can be like i said useful i'll try and be that <laughs> yeah <laughs>